And this morning's interest turns our attention to Molka, hidden camera footage, which is often uh, a means for securing pornographic materials. It's obviously a distasteful practice, but it goes well beyond distaste into, frankly, breaking the law and completely abusing the rights of otherwise unknowing victims. Um, Rafael Rashid has been looking into this issue for some time as a reporter in Korea and uh, joins us in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. It's been in the headlines before. You've written about it before. Uh, but it's back because mm. an SBS news anchor was caught allegedly filming someone without their knowledge and has resigned in response. Um, what can you tell us about this case? Okay, so um, a well-known broadcaster, Kim Sung-jun from SBS, resigned on Monday for allegedly taking a photo of a woman's lower body without her consent on the subway uh, last week, I think. And he's a, he's a familiar face for having presented the news on SBS at 8pm. Um, he's presented other programs on TV and radio. Uh, he was apprehended after a witness uh, allegedly saw him taking photos um, of a woman on the subway. Uh, he reportedly denied it, but photos were found on his phone, according to police. Um, he hasn't been detained, but is currently under investigation. And he's apologized for leaving a permanent scar on the victim's heart and uh, wished to ask for forgiveness for everyone at SBS for causing trouble. Highly distressing to be victimized in this way. Well, let's talk a little bit more about efforts to step up the crackdown on hidden mm. cameras um, or people just trying to film illegally. P- police have been upping their game, haven't they, this summer? Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's the holiday summer season at the moment. Which means people are wearing shorter skirts, yeah. I guess, which is why summer particularly is a concern. Or, you know, going to the beach or right. uh, swimming pools, resorts. Um, and so these crimes, these sex crimes, are likely to happen, uh, a lot more likely to happen at these um, places where you have, say, outdoor activities or large gatherings such as festivals. So police across the country are going to be dedicating teams to respond to such crimes, including Molka hidden spy cams. Um, And under a new uh, plan drawn last week, dedicated teams will be set up between July 1st and August 31st. Uh, deployed at vulnerable hours, you know, basically when everyone's out and about in the sun. Um, And also at, say, you know, concert halls, festivals, there'll be sweeping toilets for any any, uh, hidden spy cams. And police have also said that they'll be taking preventative measures, such as installing CCTV, uh, streetlights, and will concentrate uh, street patrols based on statistical data analyzing areas and times where sex crimes uh, occur the most i i know from following your own social media rafael that uh, you posted something on on i think it was facebook the other day showing how easy it would be to buy one of these cameras and and it i mean you know i'm being advertised basically for the purpose i'm not going to be i won't mention any names but there are some very big e-commerce uh websites the most famous that are selling these cameras and of course the law does not ban them at the moment because people could debate that they need it for you know private security or, or whatever it is but some specific uh some of these big websites are selling these um cameras 
and it shows examples of what to do with it. And yeah. I won't go into the details. Yeah, well, I saw your advert. It's pretty that you disgusting. Posted. Yeah, and I'm surprised they don't pull it down immediately. Indeed. Because it really is pretty explicit what they're advertising it for in the case that you showed. And well done, by the way, for raising awareness, Raphael, even when you're not on air. Uh, But we as members of the public, we should be looking out for each other as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, like in the case of um, the TV broadcaster highlighted just a minute ago, it was someone else who uh, witnessed the alleged crime and... police plan to encourage other people to report crime, sex crimes uh, through economic incentives Uh, and actually for crimes that result in the arrest of someone who gets uh, 10 years or more in prison or life imprisonment, compensation is 300,000 won um, a crime equivalent to a prison sentence of less than 10 years is about 200,000 if you report a case related to uh, sexual acts on uh, children and people with disabilities it's a million won Uh, if you are successful in uh, reporting someone buying sex uh, for uh, child sex it's 700,000 won so the variety of uh, (laughs) economic incentives out there I mean it's difficult not to grimace just hearing the names of these these crimes i i sometimes rafael feel a bit uncomfortable just holding my phone when i'm going up say an escalator in a subway station as i suggested before it's summertime and there's a lot more skin on show and i i feel like i want to send a message to to people around me that you that know, your phone is not on right i mean but it you know you could be using your phone you'd be texting someone innocently yeah. and then you realize actually you're you're on an escalator right behind someone and you could be doing what that SBS broadcaster was mm. doing. And, and you kind of want to make it clear that you're not doing it. It's sad that we're at that stage. Yeah, it's stage. sad that you have to even think about it. But surely these crackdowns shouldn't only happen during the summer. Uh, as you suggested, it's not only um, about the, no. uh, the summer dress thing. It's also about where people are gathered and we have uh, a strong winter sauna culture and various other places where people could be victimised at any time of year. Yeah, I mean, you often have these initiatives and it's uh, heavily publicised in the news where you have local police forces of certain cities, regions or districts um, who say that they are enforcing strong crackdowns and you know sweeping public toilets and it's f- usually for a one-month period and you know they promote... sweeping the toilets basically in the press but while you know it's a welcoming move in my opinion um once the month is over well what happens the potential criminals could come back so you know in theory ideally i these sweeps should take place throughout the year not just one or two months of the year uh, according to uh, actually according to an an, an al- analysis of criminal cases uh, conducted by the uh, korean Women Lawyers Association in 2016, the rate of re-offence of Molka is almost 54%. And among them, 32% uh, committed Molka crimes more than five times. So, you know, the people who commit these crimes, it's not just a one-off. Well, you can imagine the, the dark, twisted place that one would have to be in to find it acceptable to install and distribute this kind of footage. Um, Mm. But we've seen street protests about this in in Hewa, for example, famously. The Me Too movement triggered a lot of public interest in this issue. Uh, Police have been asked to take Marco crimes more seriously. Do you think these demonstrations have had an effect? Well, 
I mean, last year, yeah, we had the street protest, tens of thousands of women protesting for, you know, these given reasons. Um, and I think, you know, these protests did play a vital role in bringing these issues into the spotlight. But um, we are seeing far too often that these crimes are continuously being repeated and repeated. And the case of the broadcaster we've just mentioned, um, the only reason it was on the news is because he's a, a famous face on TV. But what about the hundreds, uh, thousands of women who um, become victims of m u l k a spy cam porn? Um, you know, if you go online, you'll see that there are cases reported in the news every day, usually local cases. Um, but there are also, of course, the cases you'll never hear about. It, it just continues on and on. Yeah, I, I do think that we haven't really addressed the issue of addiction to these things. Uh, we, we've, uh, as a country, there's been a lot of limitations and restrictions put in place against pornography generally. But I don't. I mean, if you imagine, for example, this person has a famous face and has still been willing to take this risk. It, it indicates some sort of urge that can't be controlled. And whilst, of course, it's distasteful and disgusting, actually, th- there should be some sort of way of addressing the potential addictive nature of these things for people. Well, I mean, I think law enforcement, I mean, it's, in my opinion, it's just far too lenient in this country. Mm. So, um, and I, I think authorities have to send a strong message that one crime is enough to, you know... be sent to prison for many, many years and not just a slap on the wrist. So punishment can be a deterrent um, and also perhaps some prevention measures. Let's talk a little bit more, actually, while we're on that subject about sentencing terms, because you are very vocal about this. I mean, you know, just just last month, uh, the Korea's health ministry revised some rules. And, you know, for example, they said they would shut down any public lodging, such as motels, or public health facilities, such as, you know, sauna, jimjibang. They would shut it down if an operator was caught twice having installed a Molka spy cam in his or her uh, facility. So my point is, isn't one violation too many? Yes. It it should be zero tolerance as far as I'm concerned. Um, You have, um, I don't know, in March you had a restaurant owner in Ulsan who was secretly taking photos um, through his restaurant bathroom window of a female customer urinating. He got sentenced to six months in prison. I mean... Is that the message we want to send? Um, you know, you, meanwhile, it was in March as well. It was on the same day. You had a, a drunk man that defecated in a, a, a hospital corridor. He got eight months prison. Meanwhile, you had a man who was secretly filming a woman urinating in toilet. He got six months. So it's like, well, what's, what are the standards here? Um, you know, is, 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 sec- is secretly filming someone in a toilet a lesser of a crime. Um, you know, you, and you've got so many of these cases every single day. Man sticks a uh, camera under a desk, films girls studying, gets a few months in prison. Is, is that the message we want, you know, to, to tell people? I, uh, I couldn't agree with you more that there seems to be a, an odd gap in the, the way in which these crimes are, are approached from the very start in terms of the law. But as you said, it's it's also the attitude towards implementation, the attitude towards discovering these crimes, and the attitude towards some sort of subversive culture that encourages people to take part as well. Have you, in your investigations, actually looked into any of these rings of 
people who are, are sharing this footage? Um, I have been made aware uh, that actually, um, while I, you know, I don't have statistics, or while I'd say the majority of cases are, uh, the majority of uh, victims are women, uh, there are cases of men who are also victims uh, who wouldn't, in my opinion, wouldn't even come forward to talk about it because it, 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 it's not manly of them to... Right. I mean, know. but how many, how many victims aren't even aware of it, though? Because if well, you don't even know that... If, yeah. I had a friend who said, well, at least I'm not a victim. And I was like, how, how on earth do you know? How yeah. do you know? How do I know? That's actually a very important point to make right now for all of us listening. We could all literally be victims right now. And unless you're going to these websites or unless you're part of some social media group that's sharing this footage, how would you know? You don't. And, um, but, you know, like I said, I think with Me Too and the street protests, it's, um, you know, awareness has uh, increased and people are more, I'd say, willing to report these crimes. Yeah. Well, the, the link with Me Too is strong because... What, one thing that men in particular were urged to do during the Me Too movement was to hold their friends and colleagues and anyone else they know to account if they turn around and say to them, hey, look what I've got. That's the point where you slam the conversation down and take action. 7015 has got in touch saying, I hope people would just think and act more rationally. As I also indicated before, I'm, I'm afraid we're probably dealing with addictive, dark impulses, which if you've got people following um it, it requires a, a very strong and principled approach to bring them back out again um and prevent future cases from occurring rafael rashid thank you very much for being here thank that's you. our show for today we'll be back tomorrow from 705 we'll hand over shortly to inside korea with Na Sung yan and your latest news headlines <laughs>